Hello, and thank you for joining us for another edition of the Regarding ID podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. The vulnerability of public key infrastructure has been well publicized lately with the hacking of digital certificates. We'll talk to an expert at the data protection company SafeNet about best practices for companies that want to build trust into PKI. First, let's get a word from our sponsor. Whether you are protecting a critical infrastructure or vital information, or securing a facility or border, you need to answer the same question. In the modern world of identities, how do you establish with absolute certainty that someone is who they claim to be? At CSC, we understand that the heart of identity management is the creation of trusted identities. For more information, go to csc.com slash identity management. CSC, beyond a shadow of a doubt. PKI is a necessary component of security. That's the word from Mark Yakabuski, Vice President of HSM Product Management at SafeNet. But when used alone, he says PKI is inherently insecure. PKI is a very effective infrastructure technology and one that is required to allow businesses to drive the digital processing efficiencies that they're looking for today. And many of those have evolved quite uh, substantially over the last five to six years. And those digital processing efficiencies are in use cases like things like e-invoicing, bank-to-bank transactions, code signing, smart grid, or sometimes referred to as advanced metering infrastructure, secure device manufacturing. PKI is the right infrastructure for those initiatives and for those advancements in technology, but it is incomplete from a security solution perspective. And to get to an effective security solution within PKI infrastructures, it requires a layered approach. And I'll offer two examples. One at the back end of the PKI system is really that you need to have trust anchors, hardware security modules, at the critical business processing endpoints within that structure. And you also need to have secure access and authorization deployments, which we could call front-end layers into that structure. Yakabuski says there's long been a perception that PKI by itself is a holistic security approach. He says many companies go wrong by thinking that PKI is all they need. The market itself has evolved to an understanding And a lot of the business processes changes have evolved. And some of those evolutions have moved PKI use cases from being what was traditionally 10 years ago, very much about end user certificates and moving to business processing critical endpoint identities and certificates. And as that awareness has changed, and it's been the solutions that have driven that awareness, The awareness that PKI isn't a holistic approach, the market has moved that way, but there is still a ways to go on many of the understandings within PKI and its use cases to get to implementing of more security trust anchors at those business critical processing endpoints and definitely at implementing the layered approach. 
The vulnerability of PKI was exposed recently in hackings involving two certificate authorities. There have been other high-profile examples, like those involving some gaming consoles from two vendors. There was an attack called an Aurora attack on two very well-known large enterprise software solution vendors. There was a Stuxnet attack, which was very, very focused at, uh, at utilities. And there's been some other similar attacks in the field. They've all had public key PKI infrastructure technology within their solutions. And as an example, the Stuxnet worm, which was a very sophisticated attack, it took investigators a long time to understand what that attack was, where it originated from, and what its actual end target was. But if you look down at the beginning of the attack and how it was propagated, a code signing operation happened with the fraudulent use of a PKI certificate and a private key to an unauthorized user to sign code. And had that key been protected with a trust anchor for the harbor security module, an unauthorized user would not have been able to fraudulently sign and load code and create that malicious code, which is the base for the Stuxnet worm attack. Yakubuski says companies can build trust in PKI through more extensive security deployments around access and authorization. With a layered security model in place, he says PKI is a very useful and necessary infrastructure technology. Without it, companies and businesses would not be able to make some of the innovations that they've made over the last five to ten years and that they're looking to make, you know, over the next five to ten and one very good example there is when we talk about Smart Grid and AMI, which is a very, very significant initiative happening worldwide with a lot of focus in North America. But within that approach, that layered approach of making sure that at those business-critical infrastructure endpoints where you have identities, PKI-based identities, which are about enterprise business servers and the identities that they're serving up to able to perform security operations, transactions, or validations, those trust anchors are one layer of the approach. And again, secure access and authorization mechanisms to the servers and the applications that run on those servers are another one of those pieces of a layered approach. Hardware-based solutions are available to strengthen security for digital certificates. Yakabuski says this is another area where the market has evolved in recent years and understanding where there's a need for trust anchors. When you look at PKI, PKI in and of itself is based in software. And in software, one of its largest advantages is that it's very flexible. But software is inherently insecure for a few reasons. Software can be easily copied which means that it can live in an unlimited number of places all at one time, and it's extremely difficult to properly track, log, and audit. Hardware and a hardware device, a trust anchor device, that is designed to always manage the digital certificates and keys within a PKI infrastructure changes that dynamic. Keys and, and certificates, PKI-based identities, can only be copied from hardware to hardware under very specific restrictions. They only live in places and numbers specifically decided by the owners of that infrastructure. And it allows for very, very specific tracking, logging, and auditing of all the certificates and keys. And hardware security modules enforce only authorized users and applications 
have, have registered access to those digital identities, certificates, and keys. Yakabuski sees very significant advances in technology and solutions in the market, moving from a paper to digital world. He also sees a market in the very early stages of recognizing the layered security approach and an approach where trust anchors are needed. Mark Yakabuski is vice president of HSM Product Management at SafeNet. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Regarding ID podcast. <music>